For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Jamie Pierce, thanks for your time this morning. Thank you for having me, Tim. Glad on, to be here. On the school board, since 2016, elected to a four-year term in 2018. Step us through what happened there. Mark Thomas decided to step down from his seat on the school board to run for Oconee County Commission, which was, in my opinion, a great move for the citizens of Oconee County. Yeah, successfully so. Right, yeah. correct. And then at that time, so they were soliciting applications for people to be appointed to the board since he left in the middle of his term. Went through that process, completed my application. I've always had an interest in public education. My parents instilled that in me as a child. My mom mom's was, a teacher. She was a teacher. She was um, state PTA president oh, for wow. North Carolina. So I followed her along through all the different conferences she attended and always admired the effort that she put into that. And she always told us, Tim, she told my sister and I, my older sister and I, that we were important. We were her top priority, but it was very important to advocate for all the children in, the, in our state and that she couldn't just focus on us, that she needed especially be an advocate for those that didn't have anybody advocating on their behalf. So when that seat became available in Oconee County, I decided to put in my application, went through the interview process, and then thankfully was selected to be appointed to be on the board. And there were two more years left in that term. So then in 2018, I ran for election and then won. And running now for another term, a second full term on the Oconee County School Board. I didn't know that about your mom, that president of the PTA in North Carolina for a time, and, and you're dragging along and tagging along and, 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 and just swallowing all of this. And it, there are two ways that could have gone. And it went the way it went. You, you have embraced education as, as something you're passionate about. It could have been just completely turned away from it. I don't want any part of that. It's like the coach's kid. I don't ever want to be a coach. I don't ever want to be a lawyer. Dad was a lawyer, whatever. But, but you, right. you chose to, I don't know, follow in your mom's footstep, but to get involved in education. Right. Yeah. It just, it, it, it really opened my eyes to how different the world is and what the different circumstances are for so many families and children. And children and we are so fortunate in Oconee County we've got great parental involvement we've got exceptional children that want to go on and pursue higher education we've got great the best educators I mean we get applications from so many potential employees that we don't have enough spots for but they're the best and the brightest so it, I think having that history of traveling around the state and seeing how different areas are it was so important to me to know that that Georgia is like that too all of the communities are not the same as Oconee, but we are very fortunate here. And then we need to govern in a way that protects that, but it continues to, you know, there's room for improvement everywhere. And so we want to continue to move Oconee County forward. Yeah, about that, that room for improvement everywhere. Amy Parrish, candidate for re-election to the Oconee County School Board. I think I saw this just the other day is another of these rating services, I think niche or somebody, that says Oconee County has the top school district in the state. There have been others that said the same thing. I'm thinking of Coach He's got the top-ranked team in the country. If you want to see the championship trophy, you got to go down to the Butts Mayor building and look at it. But the thing he's telling those kids today is, you know, we got to get better. Yeah. And that's the same message, I suppose, that you would want to have for the Oconee County School District. And so how do you make what is regarded as very good, best by some folks, how do you take that and make it better? What is there to improve upon? 
Yeah, well, that's something that our leaders are constantly looking at. And we put measurements in place through the strategic plan to continue to improve and to track where we are now. Like currently, our graduation rate is 98.3%. When you get to such a high level, it's hard to move the needle, but we view that as as a goal to achieve. We would like to see 100% graduation rate. Over 96% of our graduates plan self-report they plan to enter college. Wait, what was that? 96? 96%. Wow. Yeah, it's a high number. But what about the ones that don't? Mm. And, and are we tracking, are they then successful in college? Do we know that, that the transition to college is a successful one? So I, I think there are always areas. And then one thing that was important to me, when I first started to run was, you know, we have a great deal of gifted students in Oconee County and we have special needs and then we have ones in the middle. And is every child in Oconee County getting an exceptional number one school system experience? And that's what we really, the board has really focused on is that uh, all, that making sure that all of our schools are top notch and that we don't have, you know, if no matter what school you attend, especially if you're redistricted, you're going to get the same experience, the same number one school system experience across the board. And Amy Paris post too on the Oconee County School Board should mention opposed by Ryan Rapetsky, an independent candidate in the election on November 8th, the early voting starting on October 17th, an open invitation to Ryan Rapetsky. I don't have subpoena power, but we'll certainly invite him in here at some point to talk about his campaign. Uh, you weren't anticipating this. Uh, you, you one in the Republican primary. There were no Democrats. So, okay, I'll, I'll be reelected and take a seat. And that didn't work out that way. Now, now you got to get out there and run a campaign. What's that like? Yeah, it's, I mean, I think it's exciting. I think it's a good opportunity to get out and get in front of the people and tell them more about the great things going on in our school system. And to also talk about the ways that they can be involved. I think you know, my opponent has said, and in the past this has been a criticism, that there's no transparency. Well, there are actually a lot of avenues in place for the Oconee County school system to solicit input from parents and from community members. Primarily, we do that through the strategic planning process, which we did a couple of years ago, which we'll do again next year, where we invite community members to come and, and give us input on what they want the direction of the school system to be for the next five years. And we had over 400 in attendance the last time we did that, which the leadership that was heading that up for us at Georgia School Boards Association said that was some of the highest turnout they'd ever seen for a community input session. So we are very thankful that we have that. And then beyond that, we have the Villa Parent Academy that happens every year. And then we have each school has a, an advisory committee consisting of teachers, parents, and business members. And then the superintendent has three advisory boards himself, one for teachers, one for parents, and then a separate one just for students because we do like to solicit impact from our main consumers, mm -hmm. the students themselves. Sure. The students and their parents. You know, but I hear this, and I know you do, as a member of the school board, you just alluded to it, and it came up in the forum the other night. Uh, it's a lack of transparency on the part of the Oconee County School Board. I'm thinking, I, I'm not even thinking about this strategic planning point you made there and all of the, the forums that you held for it. I'm thinking of just the, the meetings that you have every month. Those are open to the public, mm -hmm. and, and the public can provide input and comment at those. And, and, and certainly folks can grab you at Kroger. And right, so, right, Publix, I, Publix. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I, I do I shop at Kroger, but yeah, see most yeah, people at the Publix. Sure. And so, I, 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 is that thing in your mind? And I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but that well, there's a lack of transparency. Is that just something people say, or is there any any reason to concern yourself with what they think about a lack of transparency? Oh, I definitely think it's something that we need to address because I think it's. For some people, that is what they believe is the case, but I think it's important for us to go and talk about these different avenues they have and that we are very open to communication. And there's 
something about the school system, the way the communication too, basically, you know, it should, there's a chain of command where typically you're going to have a problem at your school and that needs to be addressed with the teacher and then move up the chain, the principal. And, you know, I've often said through my training on the school board, I've learned that if a lot of people are coming to the school board meetings and have complaints and problems, our school system is not working the way that it should because those things should be addressed long before they get to the board if we've got great personnel in place and the right structures. But just for people, you know, that maybe don't have a child in the school system, you know, we do have board meetings, board meetings where you can come and speak to us. We do have hearings before making major decisions, and we do take that information that we get, the input that we get, we take that very seriously, and we want to listen to the to our um, citizens and be responsive to their to their needs. Some of the issues that came up in the forum night before last at the O'Connell County Civic Center there in Watkinsville, and, and we just kind of put them all into one basket and, and got your just philosophical approach to some of these things: uh, the, the critical race theory, LBGTQ issues, boys playing against girls in sports, those kind of hot button social issues. Which, and you were making the point in that forum the other night, a lot of that stuff really is is above your pay grade, so to speak. Where are you on all this? Yeah, well, really, again, I'll go back to our strategic plan. So the direction of our school system is driven by that strategic plan over that five-year process. So when issues like that pop up, current events, we can address them in the framework of that strategic plan. Is it something that was in the strategic plan that our community wants us to move forward on, or is it not, and should we table it and just focus on what the community has told us is important to them? So on those issues, you know, I don't think it's not happening right now in Oconee County. It's not relevant to our our community at this moment in time. Going back to the boys and girls sports, you know, I'm a this came up at the forum the other night mm-hmm. too. Some of the people had mentioned that G- GHSA has put a ban on that, and which I think is the right thing to do. And then that makes a level, pl- level playing field for all of us. And it also takes it out of the jurisdiction, if you will, of the Oconee County School Board. Uh, something else, Amy Pears, got the community all kind of involved, the taxpayers, the property owners in Oconee County. You folks dealing with the millage rate uh, just a few short weeks ago in setting the budget, finalizing the budget and the property tax rate for the coming fiscal year. Uh, okay, an increase was proposed. An increase in the millage rate was proposed, uh, basically cut in half, as I understand it, maybe even a little more. Uh, but still an increase. Step us through what's going to happen here. Well, an increase in the millage rate wasn't proposed. We were going to lower the millage rate, but property taxes were going up because, because valuations right. were going up, correct. So, But we were lowering the millage rate from the get-go, but then we did lower it substantial after hearing from the community and realizing that the valuations that we were getting, the actual tax revenue that we were going to receive was probably going to be greater than what we were able to project when we originally did the budget. So we did lower it to 15.5, which is the lowest it's been in a century and we always go into that process wanting to keep it as low as we possible, possibly can. But knowing that we are the number one school system, we have affluent families in our community that want a certain, certain benefits and certain facilities and just to, to maintain a high standard. And that comes with a cost. So we have to balance those two things. And we were glad to get that input. And it was very important. And we wanted to be responsive to it. And we were glad that we were able to do that while still being able to maintain the quality school system that we have and, and protect the future. Something that was addressed, Amy Parrish, and I, it's an oversight on my part. I should have brought it up as the moderator in, in, in speaking with you and Ryan Rapetsky in post two. We did address it uh, with the post three candidates, Eagling and Hammock. Uh, your thoughts on school safety, school security measures that may be taken. Now, we're seeing other school districts allowing 
the possession of weapons on the part of school personnel, teachers, administrators, that's being discussed elsewhere. Uh, where is the Oconee County School District on this and where are you? Mm -hmm. I am very fortunate of our partnership with our Oconee County Sheriff's Department and Sheriff James Hale and he came recently and spoke at a school board meeting and unfortunately we had some technology issues that prevented us from recording that in full but he did a great job of outlining the partnership that we have and have had for so long. I know when I was running for, re -election, for election last time in 2018 I reached out to Sheriff Barry at that time, and I had a long sit-down visit with Sheriff Barry and Sheriff Hale, or not, or Chief Deputy, right, Hale at right, that time. then at that time. But they were even back then very engaged in school safety and staying on the forefront of new technology and new training that was in place. And now they're one of the you know, cited as the training. They they do the preeminent training for school safety. So, and we maintain a very close partnership with them great communication day in and day out. So we're relying on a lot on their knowledge and expertise. And right now, I don't feel like school resources resource officers are the right way to go for Oconee County, that not necessarily needed to make that expense. But certainly, we are continuing to monitor that. And if the community tells us otherwise, if the Sheriff's Department tells us otherwise, if, if data, if something changes, and we need to do that, we are prepared to entertain that as an option. So my school facilities, something else that came up in the forum the other evening. Again, that, that question that's out there, and evidently there is some discussion on this at some point down the road, maybe a third Oconee County High School. Any ideas, any thoughts as to when that might be, where that might be? What's the thinking if there is any at this point? The thinking right now is that that's going to be a major part of our strategic planning process that comes up next year because we are growing. North Oconee is very close to capacity with redistricting. We're able to kind of shift and, and delay that a little bit, but that is a concern for both of our high schools. So part of the strategic planning process, like it has been in the past, in the past through that process, the community told us that they wanted our elementary schools to be at 750 students, our middle schools to be at 1,000 students, and then our high schools to be at 1,500. So now it will be, do we want to maintain our high schools at 1,500 and build a new one, or do we want to have two high schools that are slightly bigger or bigger than that and, and add on to those high schools. But that will bubble up through our community engagement through the strategic planning process. You know, process. talk about places where you hear from parents. Uh, as you're going through the attendant zones and the feeder schools, which basically I gather are going to remain largely unchanged uh, in this most recent round of that. But I, I, I'm sure if, if at no other time, that's when your phone rings. Yes, there were very, a lot of rumors got out early that we were going through the redistricting process because we're building a new middle school. Dove Creek. Right, and obviously that requires redistricting to populate that new school. So some rumors got out early on. We got some feedback from parents. We had already, our school system leaders had already started the process of redistricting, but based on that feedback, went back to the table and came up with what I think is a plan that's just amazing. I don't see how they did it with this little movement to existing students as they did, but still protecting the future so that we can get out 10 years and not have to go through this process process again. We are very fortunate because there are some communities that do redistricting all the time. Mm -hmm. And we really have, we did that with Dove Creek Elementary, but it was with minimal impact just to populate that school. And then again, now we're having to do it at the middle school, but again, with such minimal minimal impact and not having to change people to different high schools. So if you if you are a Titan now, you're going to stay a Titan. <laughs> if you're a warrior now, you're going to stay a warrior. Uh, I think I heard you say two kids, two boys, is it? One still in Oconee County Schools, the other is off and gone someplace? Yeah, I have a son and a daughter. My, oh, okay. Yeah, my son's a 10th grader. 
still in school, and my daughter graduated in 2021 and is now at Georgia College and State University. And so, but both uh, in and through the Oconee County yes. School District from, from day one. Yes. Uh, and, and the time that you're able to devote, they always question this, uh, candidates and, and office holders, because it's, it's, it's not like you're making a ton of money for doing this. No. And, but it, <laughs> the time that you have to put into this, and most folks don't see, and the impact on the family, most folks have no idea. Right. It, you know, it, it is time consuming. It's something that I'm, I'm passionate about, though. So that makes it easier. And we have such a qualified school system staff that they make it easy on us by providing us with great recommendations, very thorough information to make decisions. So that really, I think, cuts down the time. Our meetings are very efficient. We have a, a great chair in Kim, who is a, a, a great leader. So the time that I devote to it is is the meetings, the actual meetings themselves, and then the study that I have to do on my own time just to be prepared for the meetings and reviewing information and making sure that I have all the information that I need to make an informed decision. And a lot of times, too, I will, you know, we'll take the input that we receive either through email, phone calls, or people speaking at meetings, and then I may reach out to some other contacts that I have just to, you know, kind of get the pulse of the community too. But my family has been a great support. And now spending time on the campaign trail running for another term. Amy Parrish, Post 2 on the Oconee County School Board. Best of luck out there. Thanks for coming in this morning. Thank you, Tim. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.